0: Smart technology is on the rise. You can control your lights, thermostat, garage door, alarm system, door locks, vacuums, and even your microwave all from your mobile device, or even from the power of your voice. But is it worth it? To explain the state of smart devices, I'm going to use LED smart lights as an example. They're perfect sensor cheap, coming in between $14 to $100, which makes it an attainable entry point for people wanting to get into smart tech. Our first problem appears during the setup process. Every smart tech brand has their own app to control their smart accessories. This means once you invest in one system, you're stuck with it unless you want a different app for each device. Now that you have the appropriate app for your smart device, you have to set it up a process that's different on every smart device. Some devices pair using a barcode, while others rely on Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. With the device set up and connected to your home Wi-Fi, more issues are introduced. For instance, how's your Wi-Fi coverage? Do you have a strong connection across your home, or is your device on the edge of connection and will constantly be falling off? Then lastly, can your home Wi-Fi network support a fleet of bulbs spread out across your house? And if so, how will it penalize the rest of your network-connected devices like your iPhone or TV? Now, Some companies have found a way around using Wi-Fi by introducing hubs, an example being the Philips Hue hub. With a hub, you connect your bulbs to the hub, then connect the hub to your internet, lessening the number of individual devices you have connected to your home internet. However, this workaround will increase the initial investment needed to get started since you, of course, have to pay for the hub. And up next, you have to give that bulb a name. Think of that lamp. You know the one. It's the one right by the couch, it has a white cover and the fancy design. You know the one I'm talking about. What's the name of that lamp? Lamp by the couch? That's not going to work. There's another lamp on the other side of the couch. This is an issue you may never have thought of before. If you have to individually identify each light bulb in your house, what would you name them? Now you could, of course, pair the two lamps together and say, turn on the lamps by the couch. But you still need to give each light a distinct and unique name, and you can't reuse names while at the same time, you need to remember which is which for when you want to control them. Now your bulb is connected and ready to do your bidding. How do you plan on controlling the bulb? You could of course use the app on your phone and maybe even your smartwatch, if you have one. But you don't want to pull out your phone, find the app, then find the device you want to control. Instead, the simplest way to control all your smart devices is by using a voice assistant, like Google Assistant, Alexa, or Siri. When picking out your smart device, you need to choose one that works with your preferred voice assistant. If you have any Google products, look for smart devices with Google Assistant support. If you're invested in Amazon's Echo devices, look for Amazon Alexa support. Then, lastly, if you're in the Apple ecosystem, look for HomeKit support. Ultimately, it's up to the device manufacturer on which voice assistants to support, if any at all. And you may be thinking, cool, as soon as I added the bulb to the proprietary app, it's also been added to my voice assistant. Wrong. In most cases, you have to manually link the account you created in your smart devices app to your voice assistant's app, which is a whole nother step and in some cases is not as seamless as advertised. Now let's reverse a bit. Have you ever heard of Apple HomeKit? Probably not. And that's because Apple has such strict privacy restrictions and licensing fees that most smart devices don't comply with. And this introduces a new issue, privacy and security. It's a well-known fact that Google Assistant, Alexa, and even Siri are listening to everything you say waiting for their wake word. Now there will be another device in your house that will also be collecting your personal information. And by investing in smart tech, you are selling your soul over to the companies that provide you the ability to turn your room lights off while laying in bed. But hey, you're already being tracked across the internet, so what does it matter if you have a device listening to everything you say and following you around your home? If you want to know more about how your data is being used, you could always read their privacy policy, but who has the time to read through pages of confusing legal terminology? Now, after all of that, your product is ready to do. Alexa, turn on my light. Alexa, turn off my light. Alexa, turn my light blue. Alexa, was all this worth it? And I guess that's the ultimate question. If you're already lost, then smart tech is definitely not for you. Just go back to a basic light switch and if you want to get fancy with the way you control your lights, you can get a clap or a motion sensor. And I guess that's the issue here. The setup can be tedious and difficult. Look at all the hoops you have to jump through just to get it working. With all these steps, there are so many places where something can go wrong. And today, there are projects in the works like a coalition between Apple, Amazon, and Google to create one standard that is compatible with the big three voice assistants. But that's not expected to be released until 2021. And if you purchase a device today, it's unknown whether it will be updated to support the upcoming standard. There's only two ways I can see smart devices becoming mainstream and worthwhile. First, enhance privacy and security. I want promises and commitments from the device manufacturers that they will not harvest our user data. And to go a step further, it'd be nice to see all of our requests being processed locally instead of being sent off to one of their servers. Second, I want a one-step setup. Apple's HomeKit is a great example of this. You plug in your smart device. And from the Home app on your iPhone that manages all your HomeKit devices, you either scan a barcode or tap your iPhone on that device. It's that simple. And just like that, everything is set up, including connecting that device to Wi-Fi. Now, all you have to do is give the device a name. There's no downloading the manufacturer's app, creating an account with them, then going through a hundred steps to add the device, and then going through a hundred more to add it to your voice assistant. And maybe I've been too harsh here. There are some cool features that may make SmartTech an ideal solution for you. For one thing, automation is great. Being able to schedule your lights to turn on and off at certain times may be useful. If you're someone who travels a lot, you may want to schedule your lights to come on at night while you're gone. Then you have the option to control your lights while you're on the go. So this may have started out as a bit of a how-to, but quickly turned into a rant. But these are serious problems with the industry. If they want to make their products more widespread, they need to make the setup process easier and show they care about protecting their customers' personal data. Until then, I can't recommend smart devices. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like and subscribe. For more on smart tech, check out the links in the description below. And if you're leaving with more questions than answers, you can leave those in the comments below. Subscribe to Apple Guide Web on social media. And once again, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next time.